3: Four two three nine five seven eight, Area code 866 423 To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Welcome to the program. That's right. If you're interested in the Bible, in theology, in Christian living, in apologetics, this is the program for you. Always following that dynamic uh, personality, uh, Daryl Wood. Run to win. Don't miss it. <laughs> if you do, you'll be missing out on a lot. Everything you need to know about the social issues of today with it being examined by Christian theology and doctrine provided by him. number to call here is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And what I'd like to talk about today, all right, is the Abrahamic Covenant and the Black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, the Abrahamic Covenant and the Black Hebrew Israelites. Now, I want to let you folks know about something. I am so tired of the preoccupation that we seem to have in this country with race and with color. Okay? Uh, in fact, the idea that uh, you're this way if you're black, you're this way if you're red, you're this way if you're Hispanic. You know what? Uh, uh, Eve was the mother of all living over in Genesis 3 and 20. All human beings came from Adam and Eve. You know what that means? I don't care what your science, your biology book says. We're all one race, the human race. Done, over, it's it. The color of your skin has nothing about making you a different race than someone else. I'm sorry, it just really doesn't. It is superficial in terms of biologically setting you in a category. We need to come there. The Bible is already there, okay, where... Uh, in the Bible, people aren't judged based on the color of their skin, okay? Uh, but yet we have people who do it today, uh, and it uh, was done by the, the KKK as well, where they were, uh, you know, uh, uh, and had nerve enough to call themselves Christians. And and then we've got uh, people who are saying that what you need to become is a black Hebrew Israelite. If you're a person whose skin color is black, you know, uh, to really— to really be saved, you need to become a black Hebrew Israelite. And there's absolutely nothing in the Bible that substantiates that. Understand, the Bible does not support racism at all. Not at all. Okay, In fact, I'm sure they chuckle in heaven listening to the foolishness that we have about it down here. So that's what I'm going to deal with. I'll be looking at passages. Uh, now, uh, basically understand, uh, nothing's wrong with you being uh, black, Jewish, and uh, becoming a Christian, okay? Uh, because uh, Jews also is uh, not just a, a, a race, it is a religion, okay? Uh, in fact, the religious part of it seems to outweigh the racial, but, uh, but I digress. Let us look at uh, what the Bible says about salvation, okay, and deal with this subject of the black Hebrew Israelites. If there's any questions that you have, As we go along, you can give me a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go and start this by uh, where it should begin, I guess, here in Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, here's what the Word of God says. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee, right? And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing, And then he says this at verse three, and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So in other words, God is going to use Abraham and his seed to be a blessing to every nation on the planet. Okay, of course we're talking about uh, the, the 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 gospel here in a nutshell because that's exactly what it is. Uh, the ultimate son uh, wind up being Jesus, but we'll get with that also. But understand the purpose of God calling Abraham, okay, and starting the Jewish folks, the Jewish ethnic group, let us say. It was that in them shall all families of the earth be blessed. Through them, they were the instruments used to bless absolutely everybody. Uh, And so, in other words, not to be a group that lorded itself over everyone, and we're the best group that there ever was. It wasn't that at all. It wasn't some kind of ethnocentrism. In fact, God had some real... Uh, mean things he called them when they got into sin, right? A number of them. We can see, reading the Old Testament, you find out that. But we do need to recognize that uh, it has nothing to do with the, the color of a person, the, uh, the background, or the so-called race of a person at all, right? The Abrahamic covenant is for everyone, okay? It's for everyone. And uh, the, the color of your skin, uh, when we look at this, means absolutely nothing. Now, let's get to that point. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you go to John chapter 6, let's see what Jesus said about it, okay? What did Jesus say? Jesus says a whole lot Okay, about this. You read the synoptics and the, the Gospels, uh, wow, we can learn a lot from Jesus, and we do, uh, uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Uh, Jesus does not support any kind of racism at all in his teachings. Notice here in John chapter 6 and verse 63, John six sixty-three, where it says, and I'll read into it at verse 62. What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? Then verse 63, it is the Spirit that quickens, or that means gives life. It is the Spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing, okay? Jesus is saying, my flesh, my color, my, no, that profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. That's what it's about. The flesh being black, white, yellow, red, that profits nothing, okay? It is the spirit, okay? It is believing and trusting in what God has provided through Jesus Christ that saves you. All right, we've just started. Number to call, area code eight six six We've got a caller. We're going to go to Sabrina. Sabrina, what is on your mind?
4: Okay, um, what is on my mind is um, when you speak about the uh, people that was in the Old Testament or whatever, and you call them Jews, but that wasn't what they were. They were Israelites.
1: Yeah, well, actually, and we you'll...
4: Not call ourselves uh, black Israelites. We just Israelites. You beg your I beg your pardon. You know, because if you read in Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, it tells you know say that his people, his chosen people, was going to go to a land that they didn't know uh-huh. on ship to Egypt with yokes around their neck. That's us. That's our, we are the descendants of those people.
3: Oh, so That's we are the descendants so, we are the descendants of those people
4: we are the descendants of those people we are judah we are from the tribe of judah so it's like when you need listening to people who call themselves speaking about the bible but then they uh they call those people jews when they were not those people were not no jews they were israelites they were Hebrew israelites not jews no, but that's, that's an, something that just came into being because uh, they were more. It was twelve tribes. They can't all be called Jews if it was twelve different tribes, and it was only one tribe
3: of Judah. Yeah. Well, I think it's easy to demonstrate uh, to you that what we're looking at here are Jews. But first, mm-hmm. I'll go to your uh, your first uh, question, a statement concerning uh, uh, when you talk in terms of black people, right? So, a black Hebrew Israelite. What what is that? That's You don't have
4: to be called black Hebrew. That's what I'm trying to say. We don't have to put the black annotation on it. We just we are black, we are Hebrew Israelites. We don't have to be black or white or what, nothing. What makes we you, are Hebrew Israelites? What makes you an Israelite? Because, like I just said, if you read Deuteronomy, even if you read just Deuteronomy twenty eight, it tell you the curses and the blessings. Mm-hmm. All the blessings describe us. The bless- now the, 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 the uh the curse the um excuse me the curses describe us. But the blessings, those each people, they the ones claim they claim the blessings, but they don't they don't deal they haven't dealt with none of the curses. Those are the people in Revelation two nine and three nine who say they are Jews and who are not. They are the synagogue of Satan. Well but the only thing you have is- to become
3: the only thing you have to become though is a Christian, isn't it? You talking about in the what are you talking about? Well, what? period. You've got to become a Christian to be saved, don't you? No, but I'm just saying as far as the people
4: who were in the Bible in, in the uh, Old Testament or whatever, mm-hmm. those people weren't Jews. Some of the tribes were Jews, but as a collective, they were just Israelites or even just descendants of, like you say, Abraham. But they were not called Jews, though, because it's like you lump in all the different tribal tribes and Calling them Jews when they weren't just Jews. Okay, well, I, I think that's it's, what I'm talking about. I know that you have to, uh, you know, like you say, uh, be saved, whatever. But what about in Isaiah where the well, Most High say, well, "He is well, our well, Savior, well, what only about, Him. Who There's is none it? beside Him? Who is our Savior? The Most High, the Creator,
3: Jesus Christ. So you saying that Jesus Christ is the Creator? No, yes, He is God. And he is the one exactly. who saves So Notice over here in Acts. And the reason why I want to bring you here is so we'll uh, see what happens. And here we have a, a, an Ethiopian on the scene as well. Here in Acts, and in chapter 8, verse 26, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south unto the way that goes down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopian. He had charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem to worship, right? So uh, here we have this uh, uh, this Ethiopian man. He was returning and sitting in the chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. So he knew Hebrew, uh, and so he could have been someone who was embracing Judaism. It's true. Then the sp- spirit says unto Philip, go near and join thyself to his chariot. And Philip ran thither to him, and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, like a lamb before his shear. So opened he not his mouth. And in humiliation his judgment was taken away. And whom shall declare his generation, for his life is taken away from the earth. Now, we're going to see who this is. Verse 34, the eunuch answered Philip, okay, this is uh, Ethiopian, black man. I pray thee, of whom speakest thou, the prophet this of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they would come up out of the water, but water had the spirit of the water. Lord caught away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. All I'm saying is, all you have to do To be saved by God, to be blessed by God, is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. It doesn't matter whether you're white, yellow, red, black, brown, whatever. That is the point I'm trying to make. So as long as we're there, we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. Do you you acknowledge that? If you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, just as I read here in Acts chapter 8 that you're saved?
4: But, you know, he said he didn't come to be served and all of that. But, no, but I'm talking I'm about, you didn't answer my question. All I'm saying that those is people, An- yes, my... I, I understand what you're saying. No, do you yes, understand it. Is that, that correct? Is, yes.
3: is that correct? If you accept Jesus that's Christ. That's what you say in,
4: in there, yes.
3: Yeah, in your, as your personal Savior, whether you're Mexican, I don't care what, black, Chinese. Yes, if it doesn't matter. It does, That part doesn't matter. There you go. Because that, we all my up point. under grace. We all up under grace. That's my point. And accepting Jesus is what it's all about. Well, uh, I'm just talking uh, about
4: something different. I wasn't talking about whether who was well, or anything. Well, well, I was just saying how uh, when people who read the Bible and it's like they associate people to people that it's not associated to.
3: Uh huh. You say they associate with people who are not associated to.
4: No, I'm well, saying like if you read if you read the uh, Old Testament, just say if you read the Old I've Testament, I've read
3: it. I've read the Old Testament. He's uh-huh.
4: talking to a specific people. He's talking to Israel. He's saying to Jews. He said to Israel, Israel is made up of 12 tribes. That's who we say is his firstborn, who he chose as his home. It's uh-huh. just we are a stiff-necked people, and we call on other gods. He said these other nations have their own gods. And as long as we here in America and we sit here well, the thing you and realize uh, call on their gods, they I, got a different God from I, us. I, who does? He got the God that's the creator, the one who created everything. Okay, who, who is the different God? It says that in there, that other nations have other gods. They worship other gods. I know it. They okay. worship That's other true. gods. That's
3: true. But what I'm saying is you were talking about the uh, the Jews. And so definitely the Jews. They're they not called Jews in the Old Testament. They are called Hebrews or Israelites it, or something like that. It, they it, were not called it, you Jews. You know, it means the same thing. And uh, they, were Jews, they were called Jews, but right. you acknowledge they were called they were Jews. Jewish, you acknowledge they were called Jews in the New Testament, though, don't you?
4: Because, yeah, because Greeks wrote
3: that, yes. Yeah. I beg your pardon? I said Greeks wrote the New Testament. Well, but. Hebrews the, but, wrote the Old
1: Testament.
4: Yeah, but
3: no, well, there were Hebrews that were in the in, New Testament, and they were Jews as well. Yes. So Jews yes, were, were, were in the New Testament. Okay. And that's what the Hebrews were called, yes. the Jews. That's another name for them. So if but you look that, that up, you'll find say, out what I'm saying is true. But wasn't just Jews. No, no. They, Jews, they were. They were Jews. Israel and Jews are the same. In fact, over in Romans in chapter 3, where it says. Uh, and it, and uh, you can see this in 27. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what? Law of works? Nay. But by the law of faith. It says, There we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. He, is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Seeing it is one God which shall. Uh, justify the circumcision by faith and the uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid we establish the law. In other words, in the end, it tells you here in this uh, verse I just read how you become a Jew because the male had to be circumcised. That was the right of becoming Jewish. And by the way, that started in the Old Testament. Gotta go. But thank they, you for they calling. Are uh, thank you. They're Jewish in the Old Testament that you could not become a Jew without being circumcised. Number, number to call here, code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, quite a good start. If you've got some calls, call in. Want to deal. deal with this subject? We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
0: Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need, and the music you love. There's a new and better way to end sleeplessness, a breakthrough system of technologies that naturally resets your brain for deep, restful sleep. Brain Life Center in Auburn Hills has teamed up with GottaHalfItNow.com so you can personally experience and learn about these technologies. Available now through GottaHalfItNow.com, Brain Life Center is offering their initial 90-minute assessment and consultation for just $75. That's half the regular price. Vouchers are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit GottaHalfItNow.com. Mike Kappel here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy customer.
4: Atreus software accounting is amazing. I was able to see where's all my expenses going, where's the revenue, which month had more revenue. I definitely recommend it to you guys who are a small business and need to record your expenses And they just make it so easy. I was like, wow. Affordable and easy to use. I have recommended it to um, colleagues.
1: Easy to learn, easy to use. Small business software, tailored just for you.
5: Visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. That's
0: PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money.
5: This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books. What are the odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code Luke. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful my slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering fifty percent off on all my slippers. Go to mypillow.com and click on the Radio Listeners Square and use the promo code Luke. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke at checkout.
1: For the best night's sleep in the whole
3: wide world, visit MyPillow.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578 your code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, a man who is used to controversy. Call with your questions if you have them on this program. Glad to talk to you as we deal with the Abrahamic Covenant and the Black Hebrew Israelites. We're going to go to Jamie in Mississippi. Mississippi, how are you doing, Jamie? I'm doing okay, Pastor Moss. I just I hadn't heard, I hadn't listened to you for a while. I've been really
1: busy, but then when I when I heard that, I I had to. I had to call in because, you know, it's amazing. These guys are just popping up everywhere, everywhere. And, you know, they, they use those scripture that the scripture that she was talking about, Deuteronomy 28. But it's really interesting because when you go down further in that verse, it says that, that they'll go, um, they'll send you back to Egypt and ship. They never talk about that verse. And it talks about that there they'll be offered to be sold, but no one will buy you. Uh-huh. So it's like, wait a minute. This is not talking about black people in America, you know, and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like we need to get in there and study our Bibles and understand the Old Testament covenant, the law, and all of the prophecies that they use out of context to well, try to apply to black people. Well, what, you're, I mean,
3: what you're saying is exactly what you're saying, that, is...
1: you know, mm-hmm. we're, we just we're. The church is really, you know, a lot of people are, are failing to uh, teach Bible study. You know, it's all about entertainment, and this is what's happening in our church.
3: Well, I'm glad to you know, someone... Not
1: your church, Pastor Moss, because I know you do the good Bible study. <laughs> That's so, right. And I'm glad you know, to I'm It's glad to, amazing. I look to... at those scriptures where it talks about Titus, you know, mm-hmm. uh, about being, you know, involved in, you know, and in, uh, in, in all types of, uh, what do you call that? Uh, Uh, where you're from and all of this. You you get hung up in that, you know. It's amazing.
3: Well, what happens is what you're saying is exactly right. And it is time for us to get back to the Bible and start studying it uh, seriously uh, because uh, uh, they are wrong with all that talk about the ships uh, because from Deuteronomy. Actually, uh, uh, this uh, no doubt was talking about the 17,000 Jews who were sold to Egypt by Titus in 70 A.D. And that happened in uh, uh, 70 AD, that there were 17,000 Jews that were sold to Egypt. It has nothing at all, nothing whatsoever to do with uh, blacks in America and American slavery.
1: Exactly, exactly. There, there's a lot of uh, books right now out there right now that actually deal with Hebrew Israelites. Um, uh-huh. One, in particular, it's called urban apologetics, restoring the black dignity to the gospel by a guy named Eric Mason. Uh-huh. There's another guy named Vocab Malone who deals exclusively with black Hebrew Israelites and just really breaks it down the law, the old covenant. Just and there's some brothers and sisters in Christ that are out there that are doing it. So uh, we just have to be we, we gotta be prepared. with just to study to show thyself you
3: know, we're not doing it. Absolutely. If there's no uh, recourse to the Bible, no study of the Word of God, we're in trouble. We must understand that our defense is the Bible itself and it's right in our hands. Listen, Jamie, thank you for calling. Thank you, Pastor Moss. and Chair. Okay. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. So, we 've got to deal with these subjects we 've got to get away from uh from racism okay? and understand that uh, uh honestly, the truth is there is only one race, the human race, and the things that we are dividing each other over in terms of color has nothing to do really with making us anything other, all of us other than what we are human beings. number to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, give me a call if you want to be a part of this discussion as we look at the black Hebrew Israelites uh, and uh, where their focus becomes uh, something to do with you being black. Okay, First of all, being black has nothing to do with being Jewish necessarily. Uh, and it's not there's nothing about an ethnic group or the color of your skin which uh, saves you okay now we got to be clear about that uh, the bible breaks it down for us pretty clearly but once again a lot of times we don't go there when we should right first uh, samuel 16 and 7 okay first samuel 16 and 7 is pretty clear on this so let's see what the scriptures can offer uh, offer us concerning it Uh, And this is something that needs to be read over and over again by many of those who have, let me say, a ultra uh, uh, color kind of obsession okay, Uh, and race obsession. Black, white, this and Hispanic, who are you and I'm better than you. Um, First, Samuel 16 and seven is very clear. All right. I I think it it, it states it almost as good as uh, Martin Luther King did uh, uh, during his time. Right. In fact, I believe that, no doubt, I believe that Martin Luther King got his assessment from what we see in 1 Samuel in chapter 16 and verse 7, where, uh, notice, uh, Israel looking for a king, Samuel the prophet, okay, making the choice that God tells him to make. And in verse 7, uh, he was looking at uh, all of the sons that came before him of Jesse. Which one was going to be the king? And they thought that, well, the biggest guy, you know, the one who was the tallest, all of this, the one who looked like he should be king. But what do we see in First Samuel 16 and 7? But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. Okay? It says, for the Lord sees not as man sees. Let me tell you how man sees. Yeah? This is what we're dealing with. We're not dealing with science when we talk about all these racial differences. It says, uh, for the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. That's where he is. That's why uh, Dr. King said that you judge a man by the content of his character not by the color of the skin. That's just plain, simply the way it is. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Uh, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, dealing with the black uh, Hebrew Israelites. And by the way, no matter how you cut it, Jews and Israelites are really talking about the same thing. They're not talking about uh, different groups, uh, they're the same name that identifies both of them, uh, so that need, needs to be made clear. Uh, and please, okay, uh, never attach the color of your skin with giving you any kind of uh, spiritual blessings. Okay, number to call, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight, to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. All right. So all of us, the goal is to become saved. The goal is to become. A new creature in Jesus Christ that that is the goal and to do that there's only one way to do it and that is through Jesus Christ and what Jesus Christ has offered us on the cross dying for our sins and once we do that, okay we all become one that's right we become one okay? the Bible says that there should be no uh, separation okay amongst us. let the Bible speak for itself Galatians chapter three. Here, I think it breaks it down so well. And this is one of the verses that is hard for those who push uh, the Hebrew-Israelite doctrine to get around. Where what the scripture says is this. I mean, just as clear as can, can be. It says, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For we are all one in Christ Jesus. That's right. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female. We're all one in Christ Jesus. In other words, he says, there's no separation amongst us. Oh, we may be different, but that does not stop us from being in God's kingdom. And if you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Right? Because you become a child of Abraham spiritually through embracing Jesus Christ. Okay? And that was what was uh, enunciated. And, and In fact, you're saved the same way that Abraham uh, was himself saved, by trusting in God. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. If you'd like to ask me any uh, question ab- about this or talk about this at all, that's what it is about today. Dealing with what the Bible has to say about salvation and to get away from uh, the whole notion that you need to become something else. I'm I'm here to tell you, if you believe in Jesus Christ, uh, that's all you need, okay? You don't need to uh, become a black Hebrew Israelite. Uh, I don't think so. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. You can have the Uh, discussion on the topic that I have, or you can talk about something else. As long as we're talking about the Bible, uh, then everything you say on this program is fair game. This is Bible Talk, my friends. Theology, apologetics, Christian living. Give us a call. And that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. I always thought the Bible is so wise. From the very beginning, it tried to tell us, and if, if we had listened to what the Bible says, we would not be in all this racial categorizing that we do, okay? if we just went by simply what the Word of God taught and what it teaches us, right? Uh, over in uh, Genesis, in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 20, Well, we'll read into it, 19 and 20, it's very clear, very clear, doesn't get any clearer than this, where it says, and it's God talking to Adam in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return into the ground, for out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Okay? So guess what? Good news. Okay, All of us have the same mother, Eve, <laughs> and the same daddy, Adam. Okay? We're all human beings. Okay, That's That's what the Bible says. So all of the ridiculousness that we uh, engage in when we start getting into these racial categories and thinking that because your color is different from someone else, you're different, this, no, you're not. We all, we all have uh, as our, uh, uh, what we say, great, 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 great mom and great, 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 great uh, dad, Adam and Eve. Man is a human being created by God through those he put in the Garden of Eden. Number to call, area code 866 423 Area code 866 To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Talking to James right now. How are you doing, James?
2: I'm wonderful, Pastor Moss. How are you, sir?
3: Good. Thank you for calling.
2: Yes, indeed, Pastor. I'm always a, a privileged in talking with you and listening to you always, and I get the opportunity. I just enjoy all your teaching, Pastor. It's just so much of the God word of gospel. You are truly a man of God, and I really appreciate you, sir. I just want you to know that. Well, thank you. Yes, sir. Now, Pastor, this question has been perplexing me for a while, and it, and it's, it's not on the topic that you're on right now, but I need you because of because of your spirit. I'm struggling with people with uh, with us and uh, God in us and how we are presenting it to others. Um, I see the struggle uh, with a lot of different things in the world, and I know it's okay, for instance, with the Roe versus Wade. Okay. And I've come in mind of myself to be pro-life, and the reason why I say it that way, I'm a Christian man, and the reason why I'm saying I'm pro-life is because I can't choose for anyone else what they're, uh, as far as their, uh, what they're positioning in with God. I can only hold myself accountable to God. And, and for me to, to try to tell somebody else, you know, you're wrong, you're wrong. And the Bible says this is almost as if I'm trying to impose on their life what God has given me an opportunity, a, a, ch- a chance to change and become. And I don't, you know, and, I see I see it even when we talk at homosexuality and everything else, I see it as a, a struggle in trying to make sure that we keep this world. I was listening to you the other day and i and I heard that you had to preach a pre- uh, person on there said say it about uh Christians living in a homosexual reality, and I can't see us living in a homosexual reality even though everything is seemed to be going that way but God told us to come out from among them, not that we've been to who they are. We can't be living into a homosexuality if we're Christian. This, this, even if the world is changing or even if the world is changing around us, we should represent God in everything we do and right. separate ourselves from them, letting them know that this is who we are. We're not, we don't have to be okay with it. We don't have to go along with what's going
3: on. We can be Christians. Well, well the bottom line world. is this. I hear you. And you're preaching, brother. But the bottom line is we have to defend the faith. That's just, that's what the Bible tells us to do. We didn't come up with this. God did. He's the one who created man. He's the one who created woman. And when we look at uh, abortion, we've got to be clear there, too. Okay? Ultimately, that, God is the one. Let, me, let really... me finish now. Let me finish, though. I'm sorry, Patrick. Ultimately, what's going to happen is God going to be the one to judge. What does the Bible say? Just like we know what the Bible says concerning homosexuality over in Romans chapter 1, Romans 2, 1 Corinthians 6 and 9, but a lot of times we don't read the uh, the abortion passages, uh, where it says here over in Exodus 21, uh, it says, and we'll start at verse 20, if a man smite his servant or his maid with a rod, and he die under his hand, he shall surely be punished, right? Notwithstanding, if he continue a day or two, he shall not be punished, for he is his money. So in other words, you would uh, if you you hit your slave too hard and you didn't mean to you're okay because you wouldn't kill him because you you know this talk about in the Old Testament here uh, you want him to live then verse twenty two if men strive and hurt a woman with child so that her fruit depart from her now this is the Bible if men strive and hurt a woman with child so that her fruit depart from her and yet no mischief follow, he shall surely be punished according to as the woman's husband will lay upon him. And he shall pay as the judges determine. But it says this if any mischief if any mischief follow, then thou shalt give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, okay? Burning for burning, wound for in other words, if that child dies, then he's criminally liable. Okay? So the Bible uh is is, is what comes against it, okay? And as a Christian, politically uh you know i'm definitely i am not for those who want to abort babies unless it's the death of the mother or something like this other than that we better be careful because if you take a human life you have to answer to god that's the bottom line of it okay so i'm above yes, Lord. i'm above the politics of it that i hear that and all the pro uh, it's about god okay? that's what it's about what, what god said in his word and what needs to happen is we as christians need to go to the bible and support what the bible says concerning it yes just give it to give it to uh those in the church and the bottom line is you want to follow god's word or not
2: yes that's it that's the defense that's what i'm saying pastor is that i can't i can't physically make you follow god you you know what people don't understand that we choose god because we understand something we understand the spirit, that we're spiritual beings. There are those who are in this world who have a dream of humanity as if though that we're telling them that the world is going to come to an end. God told us that the world is going to come to an end where the others in this world that says, well, we don't believe in that God because we believe that man gonna go out in space. We're going to be having spaceships. We're going to go into other galaxies. We're going to, what it is. It is. It is. If we're two different, creatures on this earth and it's so factual and and it's not that i can defend god physically i have to only defend god spiritually i have to pray for them to receive god i can't make them you can't
3: make them but also what you can do is present the bible to them okay yeah show them what the bible says about your belief and the bottom line is uh that even though the bible is the ultimate judge of this of course i'm not someone that is for women just doing what they want with their bodies when it comes down to abortion. Okay? But they need to know, though, that what we believe is backed up by the Bible. Okay? And I think yes, that definitely it. that ab- abortion, okay, it, unless it's for the life of the mother, something like that, uh, that it's murder. Okay? And so after that, yes, then sir. we just have to uh, pray for our government folks to do the right thing. But the important thing is we need to bring it home to people. What does the Bible say about it? Thanks for calling. Yes, Jane. Sir. Appreciate your call. Thank you,
2: Pastor. Thank you, Pastor.
3: All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Take a break. We'll be right back.
6: This is Carol Platley-Bow for townhall.com. Nina Jankowitz, nominated to head a new Orwellian-sounding disinformation governance board, a board created to, quote, coordinate countering misinformation, unquote, is clearly intended to chill the expression of ideas the administration opposes. That cannot stand. The First Amendment is clear. Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. The right to speak is inseparable from the right to think. Some 80 years ago now, Justice Robert Jackson wrote the opinion striking down a law requiring students to pledge allegiance to the flag. Quote, if there is any fixed star in our constitutional constellation, it is that no official can prescribe what shall be orthodox in matters of opinion, unquote. I'm convinced that any disinformation governance board is unconstitutional. Nina Jankowicz would do well to take note. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow.
0: Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Where and when do you worship God? Does it happen primarily at church when the music is playing? Is it an emotional experience, a rush of spiritual thoughts, a sense of closeness to God that's hard to predict and hard to sustain? To find out when and where true worship can happen and what it should look like, join John MacArthur on Grace To You. So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace To You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV. FM 92.7, AM
4: 1500, the mobile app or on the web. We're
5: all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station.
1: Before Bamboo HR,
4: (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we
5: literally had paper stack.
4: It was all in spreadsheets and like folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer.
1: As soon as we started using the Bamboo like onboarding checklist, I mean, (laughs) it was extremely easy.
6: Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm like totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on
4: development, to focus on team dynamics.
1: It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them.
4: Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR.
0: We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning
5: all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR.
3: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Uh, In terms of the Bible on this abortion issue, I'm here to tell you, notice Psalms 139, very clear, very clear, verse 13, Psalms 139, verse 13, for thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, that my soul knoweth right well. Now here, it's describing a child in the womb, right? Notice verse 15. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Here, it's talking about the mother's womb, as you can see in uh, Psalms 139 and 13, okay? Thy eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. This is describing a babe within the womb, okay? It says, even though uh, it was imperfect in terms of growth, still it's a human being. And if you kill a human being, then you have defied the law of God, Now, if you're saving your life, something like that has to take place, it's, uh, you know, you're know you going to die in the process, those might be issues that I can see the court uh, and certain states being lenient on. But just these abortions by demand, okay? um, because I can control what I do with my body, understand, God is in control. Number to call, area code 866 423 Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, just dealing with the whole racial issue of black Hebrew Israelites, okay? There's nothing about your ethnic group that's going to save you, okay, uh, or give you any advantages. God is going to love us all, and he wants us all to become one. Oh, yeah, that is the uh, uh, the ultimate goal, okay? Uh, as it says in Galatians, okay, where Paul sounds just like Martin Luther the King. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. I threw do the, the the in there. But if you look at Galatians, it's very clear. All right? And uh, he was a, a, a Jew, okay? Uh, and I'm sure proud of his background, but there's something that he knew. There's something clearly that he knew, and he addressed it. And it said, and under the inspiration of God. And he said it very, very, very logically. And if we had this trouble, we would our churches would be better. All right, if we really realize this, okay, we'd see less segregation, let us say, on Sundays than we see if we really embodied what the what the Gospels uh, and what uh, writings that Paul, okay, uh, as he was inspired by the Lord, right over here in Galatians chapter three, verse twenty-eight doesn't get any better than this. Doesn't get any better. There is neither Jew. Nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, I talked to someone once who said, Well, when it says neither male nor female, it's talking about homosexuals. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm amazed at how some people can take the Bible. No. What it's just saying is that men and women in God's eyesight, are equal. That's what it means. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female. For yet we are all one in Christ Jesus. And then it tells us this. If you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heir according to the promise. Now this right here blows away black Hebrew Israelism. It does. Because it says, because he is the one, Abraham, is the father of the Jewish race. Says here in verse 29, notice it, uh, Galatians 3 and 29, and if you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and his heirs according to the promise. So we are all a part of Abraham's seed and his ultimate seed through whom we come is Jesus Christ. So you become a, a part of that without separating yourselves and calling yourself some black Hebrew Israelite? I'm just telling you what the Bible says. And that is what is going to be discovered to be true if we make it, right? That we are all one in Christ, right? All one in Christ. Uh, and the right term to call yourself, actually, uh, the biblical term, nowhere in the Bible do we see uh, people be, being called black Hebrew Israelites, Uh uh, you know, in the Bible, that that's not the term that is used to describe us. In fact, uh, and I think this, we need to give ourselves uh, uh, biblical titles. If we are the people of God, then we need to call ourselves what the, the Bible calls us. Right over in Acts chapter twenty six, verse twenty eight, where it says, and this is King Agrippa. Okay? He was being uh, 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 almost converted, looks like, by Paul. It says in verse twenty seven. Uh, he says to King Agrippa, King Agrippa, believest thou, the prophets? I know that thou believest. Then Agrippa, Agrippa said unto Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. He used the term Christian. Okay? Okay? And even Agrippa knew that the Christians were called Christians. They weren't called Israelites or black Hebrew Israelites. That was the term that they had. That is what the Bible says. That's what the Bible teaches. And uh, also over in Acts chapter 11, okay? And I've had some, even though I gave them the clear reading of the text, they still wanted to try to get around it, right? So I had to go to other scriptures, okay? Over in Acts and in chapter 11, okay, verse 26. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year... They assembled themselves with the church and taught much people, and the disciples were called Christians, first in Antioch. If you're saved, what you need to be called is a Christian. Ultimately, that is who you are. You're not a black Hebrew Israelite. In fact, we need to be careful about naming ourselves after our denominations. Uh, Yeah, well, I'm not denominational now, and I was raised in a Baptist church, but basically... The bottom line is, I'm a Christian, okay? That is the biblical title. And as long as that is a part of your title, you're biblical. But notice, that's what the Bible says. And I will not call myself anything, but what the Bible says I should be called. Christians, first at Antioch. And again, we see it in 1 Peter 4:16. all through the Bible, okay? So if I'm a person who's reading the Bible, and wondering what my designation is supposed to be after I get saved, I think it's pretty clear, right? Over, show you one passage, show you another one. 1 Peter 4, okay? First Peter 4, verse 15. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet, if any man suffer as a black Hebrew Israelite, no, as a Christian... Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. I submit to you biblically and have presented biblical evidence that the the key thing that you need to call yourself if you're born again is a Christian. That is what the Bible says, and I'm sorry, I can't go back on the Bible. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866 423 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, and my time is running out. I hate that. You guys don't see it. You don't see it. But a little tear starts to come down my eyes. Uh, like the technician. Can't you see it, the technician? Yeah. Well,
5: yeah, it's, it's <laughs> flowing right now, especially back here, too, Pastor Moss. We hate this time of the night.
3: Oh, yeah, I see you laughing. You're ready to go home. No, he's not. He loves his work. <laughs> but so good to be with all of you on this program. Uh, Remember to tune in each and every day if you can. And if you like this program and you want to see it continue, we need your support. Send donations to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, and make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Make them out to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. This is the program. That doesn't hold anything back. We go straight to the Bible for our answers, and we deal with the Word of God, right? Uh, And so we encourage you to, to come. Be involved with us as we talk about biblical studies, apologetics, Christian living, all kinds of subjects. And remember, this is your program, and you can turn it in any direction you want as long as it's biblical. Don't mind hearing from you at all. And you can call in. When you do, though, let's make sure when we talk, you know, I talk, you listen, you talk, I listen. <laughs> but we're not afraid of controversy here. Unfortunately, that sometimes has to happen before we arrive at the truth. So I thank all of our callers, and I'm I'm glad whenever you call. Okay? So always remember that number, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. And if you're interested in attending one of our services, you can find out where we're located by calling area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. You can talk to our office manager there, and she will tell you how you can be at one of our uh, Sunday services that starts at about 1130. We look forward to seeing you as we go into the Word of God. And if you come, if you come to Strictly Biblical, make sure, one thing, that you bring your Bible with you. You will need it, and you will have the joy of seeing what it's like uh, to be able to just open the Word of God as we preach through it. That's the idea, is to get the Word of God into our hearts and into our our souls. So, God bless you. Uh, this is Pastor Moss saying it's great to be with you. I don't know how much time I've got, but I know it It won't be long. Here it is. Here it is. I'm crying right now. I am. But I'll see you next time.
0: Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Insurance. Monday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg points out the danger in studying any section of Revelation. The great inherent danger in the...